Hello and welcome to another episode of the Commander Quest podcast, where today we are going to be analyzing Aura of Silence. So if you do not know already, Aura of Silence is one white white for an enchantment. Artifact and enchantment spells your opponent's cast cost two more to cast. So then you can also sacrifice Aura of Silence to destroy target artifact or enchantment. So what I'm doing is on each turn I'm figuring out the average number of cards that your opponents could cast uh, minus the additional cost. Uh, I'm figuring out the number of cards that they would draw that they would be able to cast without Aura of Silence um, on that turn so that you can see how likely you are to get value off of it. So first I'm going to go over my findings and then I will talk about how I found those. Basically I analyzed EDH rec data. Alright, so on average, on turn three, uh, all of your opponents combined should have drawn uh, an average of 0.61, so not necessarily going to get one, maybe if you're lucky, uh, cards with CMC3 for enchantments. CMC1 or 2 don't count because, um, you know, who knows if they're, they probably would have cast it already. And CMC3 only counts for half because there's a 50% chance they'll go before you and a 50% chance they'll go after you. So, an average of 0.61, if you're lucky, maybe they'll cast something, but really they're not gonna for another two turns. Uh, so, really, for all these things, the payout isn't for another two turns because of that. But being able to delay them, I, I think, is really nice. Alright, then on turn four, you have an average of 1.89. That's great. Remember, your payout isn't actually until turn six. Uh, on turn 5, 2.94, turn 6, 4.06, and turn 7, 4.13. If you're wondering why it went up such a small amount on turn 7, it's because at that point there's basically no increase in the number of artifacts or enchantments they could draw that would make it, um, that would fit within the criteria. The only increase is on the number of cards drawn, which makes a much smaller impact. So, for all these things, uh, if you think about it, in two turns, you're going to get the value. So over time, uh, even if you were to just sacrifice the Aura of Silence and then get two mana value from someone having to pay two more, that's going to work really well. And if you think about it, you're probably going to get that value on turn five or six. And on turn six, at that point, you're pretty likely to actually get that value twice uh, from turn three from turn four you're getting like an average of 1.89 although you know they can't really cast two spells in at the same time so we will see um that that counts turn four and turn three so who knows maybe you'll get one on turn five and on turn six but if you keep this around for a while before you have to destroy something you should be fine plus if you think about it if people aren't casting spells then there's nothing to destroy so Really, there's not much of a downside, and you're almost always going to get pretty decent value. Although, be careful, because a lot of playgroups would not like playing against this, because A, it's somewhat stacksy, and B, having something just staying there to be able to destroy target artifact or enchantment is really difficult to play around. Alright, so now I'm going to briefly touch on how I got this data. So basically, I scraped EDHREC data, uh, on, I believe it was roughly 70 decks, uh, 
by 70 decks, I don't mean 70 individual decks. I mean card pages, uh, which overall would be thousands and thousands of decks. But point is, um, I found data that uh, documented the how many cards of each CMC the average deck has. And then I used that to figure out on each turn which cards would be valid in order to in order to meet the criteria, in order to make it so they have to pay two more, or not be able to cast it. Uh, in this case, I went with not be able to cast it until two more turns. So I counted that up. Uh, I multiplied that by three because there's three opponents. Uh, I did the population size is 297 because there's three opponents. The sample size, I would do the turn plus six, plus uh, seven. So the number of cards you start with plus the turn that it is. And for the number of successes in sample, uh, what you would do in order to find the average is you'd start with one, and then you'd do the hypergeometric probability, which is the odds that it is that number, and you'd multiply that by whatever the number of successes is. And you'd just keep on going up until you got to a ridiculously small change to your answer. Uh, it's a little bit complicated and a good amount of work, but it, it works. So, at the end of the day, this is a really, really good card. Um, obviously, you don't want to just throw this into a deck because you could get some hate for it, but it will surprise you with how effective it is. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time.